Alexa, shut up. I'm listening to the next English podcast. You're listening to the next English podcast, a podcast for English learners at B1, B2 and C1 levels. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Next English Podcast. And uh, this one is being recorded from a park, from Podjebrady Park. And uh, I'm sitting on one of the benches here. And next to me is a really interesting guest, um, Radek. Hi, Radek. Hello, everyone. It's good to have you on the podcast. It's nice to be here. The <laughs> park is lovely. <laughs> you like the park, yeah? Yeah, it's really great. Yeah. It is very it is a very hot day isn't it so it's nice to be in the shade yeah away from everything exactly. 35 degrees today so trying to find the shade as much as possible exactly a quiet place as well not many people around it really is nice we just came from a Czech restaurant had traditional Czech food yeah. it was very tasty and of course beer because <laughs> we are in the beer capital of the world <laughs> absolutely Speaking of beer, uh, I have to say that we I owe the fact that I know you to um, the famous Irish beer, Guinness. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so, w- tell us where you are from, Radek. So, I'm originally from Poland, but I moved to Ireland when I was two years old. And I lived in Dublin for the majority of my life. But around, I think, so eight years ago, i moved to the south of Dublin to a county called Wicklow yeah. and it's more sort of nature, lakes, mountains and I do prefer to live there because it's just a nice thing to do to go on a hike, swim in the yeah. lake, it's fantastic, yeah. So you're Polish but frankly you're Irish as well, so like yeah, yeah. which one are you then? Like, How do you feel? Do you feel more Polish or Irish? So I myself feel Polish but at the same time sort of the way I behaved because I've of course yeah. been shaped a lot by the Irish people Absolutely. and me spending a lot of time in school with them yeah. so it's always just sort of a half and half experience but mm-hmm. then even being bilingual it always feels different when I speak English when I speak Polish it's a different experience I'm almost a different person yeah yeah okay that, that's that's great so uh, we should probably explain how we met Um, so I, I said it's because of beer and that's because, to be honest, had it not been for me drinking two pints of Guinness right before I boarded the plane back to the Czech Republic as I was leaving Ireland, I don't think I would have been so chatty on that plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how we met, right? Because you started the conversation, yeah, because <laughs> I had a Guinness beforehand also and it's always just much easier after yeah. a pint of beer and then the conversation just yeah. went from there. I have to be honest, it does happen to me quite often when I fly because I feel like it's it's a slightly stressful experience because you always want to like catch the plane, you want to make sure you are there on time and then there's obviously a bit of hassle with the baggage and you are then you are a little bit stressed if if you get the baggage back and it's it's slightly stressful experience and I find that whenever there is a slightly stressful experience i tend to be more talkative <laughs> because yeah, yeah. it's probably my way of releasing that uh, pressure or that stress or something. 
and once you have a pint of beer everything just sort of <laughs> slows down and you're almost smarter than you were before because yeah. you don't have to worry about everything as much but absolutely yeah sort of a beer at the airport is an Irish tradition like you can't go to an airport and not have a beer yeah. like every single time but it does cost like six euro in Dublin so yeah obviously the price is a bit high but it's always worth it in the end it's worth it because Guinness is just such a such a unique liquid or yeah. bever beverage let's go to beverage it's just you don't get it anywhere else really yeah even all the different stouts that I've tried in different countries yeah. they all just haven't been quite the same it has a very unique sort of creamy taste that mm -hmm. makes it a thing for Ireland yeah exactly so like it was my first time in Ireland but it was not my first time drinking Guinness. I, I'd already had Guinness back in London. But this felt more appropriate, kind of, drinking yeah, Guinness yeah. in Ireland. And pe people would also say that it's it's better in Ireland. Anyway. Did you find anyway. the difference at all, or was it not different for you? I'm probably not, like, one of those people who can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. But... It was. De it definitely fe felt more special as an occasion drinking Guinness in Ireland. Yeah. And then, as I was at the airport, I still had about, was it about twelve euros left? And then I had one Guinness, and I said, "Well, I, I, I'm going to have just one." <laughs> you can't have six euro left over and a Guinness yeah, yeah, being it, it, able to exactly. Be <laughs> and and that was a like a um, bar. It was a bar, literally like next to my gate. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then, when I found out that the plane was delayed, I said, like, okay, I'm going to have another one then. Didn't plan to have two, trust me. I planned only to have one. <laughs> yeah. But then I was happy, and uh, honestly, it made the flight so much easier. I didn't worry about anything. It, was, it went really fast as well for me. And obviously, I met you, so it was cool to chat with... I know you're Polish as well, but with an Irishman. Yeah. And, yeah, so... And so why were you flying to the Czech Republic then? We want to tell us the story. So I'm actually doing interrailing this year and Prague was my first stop on the way through Europe. Yeah. And I'm currently on my second stop in Podiebrady to visit <laughs> Stenek here. And that was not planned. Though. Yeah, it was not planned, but it's along my way to Vienna where I'll be going next. But yeah. Prague has been really nice. If anyone hasn't been, I would really recommend going. Just the architecture, great people, great food. Yeah. It's genuinely worth going. And but I'm gonna have obviously better opinions at the end of the trip after yeah. seeing everything, but I think that Prague will be one of my favourites. Nice. And sort of the main thing that makes travel worthwhile is meeting different new people and experiencing sort of what their perspectives are mm -hmm. seeing what they think and stuff like that yeah. but unfortunately i didn't get to meet many locals because it was prague is a very sort of tourist heavy city so yeah Zdanek sort of showed me the czech side of I the guess. czech republic yeah, yeah. Little bit, and yeah. then the others <laughs> i sort of just seen it almost from the outside yeah and then you just hung around with them yeah yeah hung out with them yeah exactly so i sort of got to see more about Americans, Belgians, Canadians, Hungarians more than okay. Czech people but <laughs> maybe I'll meet some Czech people somewhere else and I'll feel like I've met more locals then. To be honest there are a lot of Czech people in Vienna in my opinion because yeah. it's very close it's like literally next to the borders yeah yeah with the Czech Republic so you might be like you might get lucky there. Because coming from Ireland it's like an island and it's very nice the way 
all the big cities in Europe are connected. Yeah. And say I want to go to Vienna, it'll only take like four and a half hours. When you go to an airport, there's the hassle of going through mm -hmm. the gate, through the security. Course, yeah. It always takes a long time. But here, you just go into the train station, get on the train, and obviously trains are yeah. just a lot more comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. It's all kind of within almost walking distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, and we're sitting around five, ten minutes from the train station. So, it, like, say we're going to the airport, I have to be there like two hours beforehand at the yeah. bare minimum. Here, I can leave 15 minutes before my train will be absolutely fine. Exactly. And I'm hoping to meet some new people on the train also. Yeah. Just because always meeting new people, like me and Zanik, mm -hmm. met at the at the plane and it always just makes the journey a bit more enjoyable a bit more quicker yeah and then and you also make friends and you never know you got you could meet up again in the future you know exactly yeah. you, you get you get to record a podcast as well. <laughs> yeah. every sort of meeting a stranger just brings new opportunities which is great do you know what i've done this many times before that i've recorded podcasts and you are not a stranger anymore yeah because we know each other a little bit but yeah I've done I've done podcasts which ups, with absolute strangers, and those were one of the best episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for example, before I went to Dublin, I recorded about one hour worth of episode with four people from from England, mm -hmm. two people from Birmingham. I don't know where the other two were from, and that was a that was one of the recent podcasts, and yeah, people liked it. Yeah, because it's always. A lot different when you meet someone for the first time you know nothing yeah. about them so like it's nice sort of going from the journey from a complete stranger to yeah. a friend where like you know what they have done in the past you know what their job is you know exactly. some things about their family like it's, i feel like with strangers like there is just more yeah. to talk about more to discover and explore and it makes for a good podcast as well because, exactly yeah. because the listeners they can feel that I don't know, I don't want to call it attention, but like some, some kind of little bit of distance at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you use that language, in this case the English language, to communicate and to, you know, sort of warm up to each other or something like that. Yeah, because the nice thing about the English language is that the majority of the people in the world speak it's sort of been accepted as the main language, so it's definitely worthwhile learning it. Exactly. And improving on it so you can talk to more people more freely and being able to communicate with anyone is really a gift yeah I, I i couldn't agree more so obviously you have the irish accent yeah yeah so uh what about your polish so is it like nate are you your native polish so so yeah i consider myself a native polish speaker because i was able to speak polish before i could speak english and then yeah. Every day at home, I'd speak Polish, like with my parents or yeah. my brother. I'd, but to be honest, I couldn't imagine myself speaking English with them because it'd just be yeah. like a weird feeling. Even when around friends, when I speak English to my mom, just so they're able to mm -hmm. understand everything, it still feels a bit strange. But yeah. being able to speak Polish, even I can go back home to Poland, I can communicate with my entire family without any problems and yeah. I can't imagine what life would be like without that like not being able to speak to say my grandmother or my grandfather like it'd be yeah. very difficult yeah so tell us something in Polish then so that my listeners can believe you're Polish because we do have a lot of Polish listeners actually so Witam wszystkich mam na imię Radek i chciałem wam powiedzieć że 
Zdanek to naprawdę fajny gościu i powinniście jak najwięcej się z nim uczyć przez don't understand Polish, but I hope he said something nice about me, listeners. Uh, those of you who speak Polish, please send me an email explaining to me what Radek had just said. Yeah. Well, yeah, just... You don't have to translate it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just I'm just kidding. So. After Vienna, I'll be going to Budapest. Okay, so that's Hungary, yeah? Yeah, so Hungary... Um, Didn't you say you met a few Hungarians uh, I have, yesterday, yeah. or was it? So I might be able to meet up with them in Budapest, really? actually. Are they going back now? Yeah, they're going back, but I'll see if they're back. Mm -hmm. It might just be nice to like have people already there. Yeah. Because it is a struggle meeting new people, but then once you meet new people, it's great. Yeah. But, but I guess it, it makes it easier if you are on your own, because you are completely alone here. Yeah, exactly. You came by yourself, you just have a ruck rucksack here, and that's it. I think if I was with friends, I definitely wouldn't go out of my way as much yeah. to meet new people because I've already met, like, after two days of going out, four different nationalities. And, mm -hmm. I'm, like, I feel like it just opens up the world a bit more when you yeah. can discover people with different, as I said before, perspectives, stuff like Absolutely. that. So it was just nice. But the Hungarian sort of told me the main places to go, which is nice. Mm -hmm. and you mean in Prague? Or no, in Budapest. Oh, in Budapest. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. they're they're from there. So they made an itinerary for you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, more for nightlife than for things to do during the day. But okay. yeah, they tell me they have these five-liter bottles of wine. Yeah. That you can get for around ten euro, I think, <laughs> which is ridiculous compared to Ireland, okay. where like you can get like a small bottle for six euro if okay. you're lucky. And yeah, they told me that like. They wouldn't recommend buying it, but if I really wanted five liters of wine for <laughs> ten euro, the option is there. Right. So, you, are you thinking about it then? <laughs> I, I don't think I will, because the next day would not be fun after. I mean, you would probably that. have to meet some people to drink this. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like drinking five liters of wine. I mean, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't do that with water even. I, I could do I like one why. liter of wine, maybe possibly two, but I would definitely be drunk after two. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it might be a nice way to meet new people, just walking around with a five-liter <laughs> bottle of wine, asking if anyone would like to share. Yeah, of course, there would always be some people up for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just hoping to see, like, obviously the main things in Budapest. Yeah. And after that, I'm going to Ljubljana in Slovenia. Okay. But I honestly... So wait, wait, wait. So are you... So all this is by train? Yeah, everything will be okay. by train because I got the... Discover EU is sort of a competition based for basically EU citizens where you enter on a website, you just fill out a form and they select out of like the tens of thousands of people that apply, they select, uh, uh, I don't know, around 10,000 people. But what are the cr criteria? Like, why, why did they pick you then? So the main criteria is they have to be 18 years of age so say you're 19 like next year i won't be able to apply for really? anymore okay. yeah my friend he's 19 he wanted to apply he couldn't it's very ageist actually yeah yeah because they're trying to do like a thing where right after you finish school you go yeah. on this trip but yeah but other than that you just fill out a form they have questions such as for example uh how many people do you think will apply okay. how many different countries will apply okay. so stuff like that so it's sort of more 
guesswork than that actually... That sounds like random, yeah. Yeah, yeah, guesswork. it's very random, yeah. So the fact that I get chosen is completely out of Wait, luck. Wait, do you like think they, they sort of gave you points for for getting these answers correctly or, or is it just random? I'm actually not sure because like, I did go out of my way to like look it up on Google what the answers actually were because yeah. I was like, I would like to win this so <laughs> how are they going to check that I googled all of these? So yeah. I went on, just checked to okay. make sure. That might have made the difference then. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like they even want people to do that because someone who does that yeah. will care more about going than someone who just fills in oh, random yeah. answers. That is so true. I feel like it was that, sort of made on purpose by yeah, them. Yeah, that, that's something they might have been banking on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, because we should have applied as a group with my friends, but unfortunately, just we applied individually because if you yeah. apply as a group, then the whole group wins. Yeah. But just the fact that we applied individually, only I won out of all my friends, so... I, I wasn't going to waste this opportunity to of see course, Europe. Of so course, But I, how did it make you feel like the first time you realized that you would have to go by yourself? I, I assume you haven't done something like this before. No, I've only flown by myself, but it's always been... For a reason. It's like always been to visit someone, someone in a yeah. different country, mm -hmm. but I've never actually traveled around myself. So how did that make you feel? Like, were you a little bit, I don't want to say worried, but like, that's not, that's not the right word, but let's say anxious about it or wondering what it would be like or yeah so my friend he was gonna go when i first wanted he was gonna go with me yeah. but then sort of a few months later he realized that this is gonna be expensive if you don't have mm -hmm. the travel ticket because they actually yeah. paid for they're paying for all my trains and they're paying for my flights also yeah. and flights are incredibly expensive if you want to go during august into mm -hmm. european cities even from Dublin, it's like 250 euro, which is ridiculous thinking that you can yeah. get to the US and back for, for example, 300 euro if you get good deals. You don't want to know how much I paid for a return ticket. <laughs> it was next to like 600 euros. Really? Yeah, because it was last minute. Yeah, yeah. I did it anyway because I wanted to go, but yeah, it was very expensive. Yeah, so I know, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, so because the date of the interrail kept on getting closer and closer, so obviously the ticket prices were going up and up and yeah. my friend just in the end he decided that it would probably be smart just not to go because obviously I'm going to be staying at home for college and I can go by bus but he's moving house so he has to pay for a deposit he has to pay for the rent for the first month so if he went he'd basically be sacrificing all of that yeah. just for the sake of a trip. So he bailed on you? Yeah yeah pretty but, much. But, uh, in the end it could be a blessing for you because now as you said this will maybe push you or force you to meet people and if you were with your friend all the time it would be your comfort zone yeah yeah and you would not need to do that it's you know, definitely so. pushing a bit out of the yeah. comfort zone which is obviously a very good thing yeah especially like right before college where everything completely changes but yeah. like right now i'm very happy with how it's going like i was worried i was gonna forget something but I just researched enough into it where I could learn from other people's mistakes. Mm -hmm. For example, even something like bringing a lunchbox. I would have never thought about that when going. But it's been really useful because I made past the essay and now I can okay. keep it with myself for yeah. whenever. Save, saving money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Saving money is what I'm going to try to do more mm -hmm. of, yeah. Cause, but I've even noticed that because the 
prices in shops here have gone up so much it's not always worth it to someone told me that the the food is now more expensive here than in ireland i yeah. heard it from one of the people that were flying back they were like li- they are living in ireland and they are flying back here just for a holiday yeah and they said so this is right from the horse's mouth they said that the prices for food in particular is more expensive now after this yeah because i went for a shop and i bought some basic things just for breakfast and dinner and it came up to like nearly 10 euro but i bought like five things maybe yeah. so i was very surprised when i went to the checkout because it's very hard when you're sort of picking stuff up yeah. in ireland you obviously see it in euro here it's in crown so it's not always easy to gauge the price sort of when you're shopping yeah but well i have no idea how, how it came to this but it looks like it's it's really happening yeah it's unbelievable because Ireland it was like one of those countries of the West for us always so it was always more expensive there anything we bought and on the other hand a lot of people from these countries come to the Czech Republic because it's so cheap here right yeah yeah well beer is definitely cheaper here that's, oh yeah that's 100%. for sure that's for sure right majority of the time around four three or four times cheaper than in Ireland three or four times cheaper that's yeah. a lot so that just means that for every beer you drink in Ireland, you have to drink four here. Does it? Does it sort of? Does it mean that you drink more here? Does it mean that you, in your mind, you're like, I have to, I have to capitalize on this? I actually haven't been. No, like I drink the same amount in Ireland when I go out somewhere, but because it's well, you drink a lot in Ireland. So. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, in Ireland, I'd have around five beers in a pub minimum but here, <laughs> minimum. yeah that's here, a lot here i've had three at one time max huh. but yeah so i haven't really been going overboard but at the same time i am sort of a bit of me is worried about doing too much because i am yeah. by myself so obviously it wouldn't be very smart to no. go overboard you want to you want to have things under control to be able to travel next day and to be yeah able to exactly buy the ticket yeah. and not to buy the wrong ticket, not to go to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you know? I don't want to end up yeah. in a random town. Or in a gutter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you said, you said that you were staying here in Prague in a hostel, right? Yeah, I was staying in Sir Toby's hostel, What's which that? I would recommend. So that's the name of the hostel. Okay. Yeah. So that was in Holeshovice, which is part of Prague. Like yeah. Kind of in the north. Yeah, it's just north of the city centre. You have to yeah. cross the river to get to it. Mm-hmm. When I was booking it first, because it was sort of the only cheap-ish option at the okay. time, I was a bit worried about uh, it being so far from the city centre. Yeah. But the public transport in Prague is so good that yeah. it really doesn't matter. As long as it's somewhat near the city centre, you'll be able to get there no problem. Yeah. And now with Google Maps and everything, it just makes traveling around so easy. I bet it took you less than half an hour to get to the city center. Maybe yeah, like yeah. 20 minutes even. 20, 25 minutes yeah. was usually how long. You see, there's, there's a tube there, there's a, we call it a metro. Yeah, so and there's nice yeah. tree lines that yeah. just connect the whole city. Yeah. So if you're worried about getting a hostel too far from the city center, <laughs> that's really not a problem in Prague okay I'll see about other cities later on so my experience with hostels is that it can be you know it can be quite tricky to say the least Um, I have told some stories on this podcast before when I was um, in England back in 2019 and not everything was pleasant so I was a little bit warning you when we were on the plane remember yeah I was warning you that it could kind of go either way Um, 
but in the end you seem you seem quite happy about how it went down so yeah i was very pleasantly surprised everyone was yep. quite respectful there wasn't anyone who came late night drunk and just <laughs> perhaps wait. it was you yeah it might have been me <laughs> as far as we know but yeah i hope not because i feel like as long as you try to be quiet then people won't mind but there are some people who really just don't care and yeah. they just think about themselves but thankfully yeah, that didn't happen selfish but not 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 your experience here yeah luckily yeah. you also told me that you had some really interesting beds there yeah the, tell me about them the beds were three basically stories high so there's three bunks so yeah. there was a ladder on one side for the second bunk then on the back there was a ladder for the third bunk <laughs> And it was quite tricky getting stuff like water or something all the because way. Because you were up all the way in the, at the top. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I came in on the first night, around half eleven, twelve at night, and everyone was asleep. Did so. they tell you at the reception that you would get the top bunk or not? No, no. So you didn't know. I didn't know. So I had to <laughs> sort of walk around, sort of check where the free beds are. So did the, did the bed? Did your top bunk bed had? A number on it or how did you know it was your bird so they have these tags and you get a tag a reception ah, okay. and then you stick it on if that's your bed right so i just had to check all of them see which one's empty <laughs> and it just so happened that the <laughs> top bunk was free so hang on so how high is it like is it is it dangerous if you kind of roll out of the bed and so fall could, the, you, could you like hurt yourself i'd say you could hurt yourself pretty <laughs> bad if you fell yeah and the barrier was sort of only like a meter wide oh in the middle God. so there was a hole on this side a hole on this side but yeah you better not be a sleepwalker ladies and gentlemen if you want to yeah sleep on that three-story bunk bed on uh, all the way at the top but they had nice curtains at the side so you can just block everyone up yeah but the weird thing was is you were facing the opposite bunk so yeah you could see like the other people on the <laughs> other side face to face side. yeah really yeah but you didn't just say they were curtains there no there's no curtains like bed to bed so you can really? see the ones in front of you oh, but you can see the whole room yeah i remember when i was in london like it was in the elephant and castle that was where i uh, went to in a hostel it was called elephant and castle that that place and there were curtains so you could like sort of close yourself off so that nobody would see yeah there was like a small cut maybe like half a meter wide just to like cover your face basically that doesn't help though that when on your first night people right below you try to have sex does not help and that exact that's exactly what happened to me i really? think i've told this story before yes oh. and i i did tell them at some point can can you be faster <laughs> and the guy said i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> they were so drunk as oh, well. That was so such a funny experience. Because I I was thinking, does that happen in hostels? But I just assumed that it didn't. Because like I must have been really unlucky to be honest. Yeah, with yeah. I I would not if I like wanted to have a sex with someone. If I wanted to have sex with someone, I would not go to a hostel. That's no, the last no. place I would go. You know? Yeah, yeah. So like, I guess these are some exhibitionists. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, not a room with eleven other people. Yeah. Maybe that's not the greatest place to no. do. No, <laughs> it was just so weird, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But at least I have a story to tell. You know. So. Yeah, that's one thing that I've learned is that like even if something bad happens, you'll only remember the funny or the good sides of it. Of course, yeah. It's only not nice in the moment, but yeah. after that, it's always nice to be able yeah. to tell someone. 
I mean, it's not like I didn't survive it, you know. Yeah, and yeah. It, it did fade out in the end, but. So, yeah. <laughs> he did manage to finish in the end. I guess. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, the bed was moving a little bit. Yeah. Oh, not like, not like super much, like not like too much. Yeah, I think they were trying to be quiet, but still, you know, like. That is pretty disgusting. <laughs> it was a bit disgusting, yeah. yeah, to be honest with you. So, yeah, then in Slovenia, I want to go to Lake Bled also. And that's like a lake near the Slovenian Alps. Mm. And that area just seems really nice. They have zipline and kayak, stuff like that. Okay. So you're gonna, Are you going to do all of this then? Yeah, Zip, zipline? Yeah. I hope to do that anyway. That's like one of the main things that I'm looking forward to. Is there something you've done before? Uh, I actually don't think I've done zip lining properly. There is a park like that in Dublin, but it's very, very expensive. Yeah, it sounds like fun, but at the same time, I'm afraid of heights. So I'm not sure this would be exactly for, yeah. for me. But of all the of all the things you could do, like bungee jumping, I guess this seems like the most reasonable one. Yeah, yeah, because. I am afraid of heights. I definitely want to try skydiving, mm -hmm. just because that's again just getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But I feel like that would be just a great experience. But yeah. bungee jumping, I really no. don't see the appeal in that. I don't see like why, like just to prove something to yourself. Well, yeah, I can I, prove to myself different things. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will end up doing it at one point in my life, but yeah. it won't be anytime soon. Is it on your bucket list? Uh. I wouldn't skydiving is on my bucket list, but yeah. I don't think bungee jumping would be. But it might be added in the future. Alright, fair enough then. So what what how long are you gonna stay in Slovenia then? So I'm gonna stay for three or four days okay. just to sort of see everything because I wanna split the time yeah. amongst Lake Bled and Ljubljana. Yeah. And then yeah, after that I'm just gonna spend a week in Croatia going oh. to different cities you want to split the time there as well because the, i think there's a there's even a city called split yeah there, yeah so you could yeah. go to split to split the time how would that be <laughs> i i hope it'll be good but yeah you're going to split or not? yeah i am going to split <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'll probably be the first time i go to i heard that the nightlife is pretty good there so really yeah and then i got my flight back from dubrovnik on the 24th of august so I don't know if this will be published before I go back home, but if we'll anyone see. wants to meet we'll up see. in any of those cities, they can just contact Stenek. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we are talking about Croatia now or Slovenia? Yeah, so you, so just you know any of them. So if you want me to, I can publish this as soon as possible, I guess. Uh, so that you have a chance to meet some people, some of the listeners. Yeah, because I'll meet anyone. Like, obviously, I'll be meeting some people from the hostels and stuff. But the more, the merrier. Yeah, absolutely. No promises, because yeah, the, yeah. the listeners are not always talkative. <laughs> some of them just listen. Some of them just listen. They don't ever get back to me. But there are some who do talk to me. So you so never know. This is where the listeners can come in. <laughs> yeah. And finally start talking. Yeah, if you want to meet um, half Polish, half Irish man um, who wants to uh, experience the local culture. Yeah, meeting locals would be great if there are yeah. any locals in any of those towns or countries. Yeah, then get back to me. You know where to find me on social media as Teachers Denek or you can send me an email at teachers 
denek at gmail.com. Right, Radek, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you and telling us about your holiday. Would you consider it a holiday? Is that a holiday or what's, what is this? Yeah, I'd, I'd call it a holiday. It is a holiday, yeah. yeah. It, I'm just getting away from Ireland just for a nice little break. Yeah, yeah. You got your camera with you, are you taking a lot of photos? Yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. Just my phone, but yeah. now with the phones having such good cameras, it's just yeah. nice that I'm able to capture everything on the way, yeah. You also told me earlier that you're trying to buy uh, magnets. magnets yeah, because so my parents have a magnet collection on the fridge, so I'd like to add to that as much as possible. Unfortunately, on the first stop in Prague, I completely forgot about it, so... Yeah, probably. I, I hope to get them in the rest of the cities. You, you got one here in Podjebrady, yeah? So I do, yeah. So at least I have one from the Czech at, Republic. At least you have one from the Czech Republic, so now you have to do the same in Austria, then Hungary, and Slovenia and finally Croatia. Yeah, which yeah. Which is the last stop, right? Yeah, Dubrovnik is where I finish, yeah. Nice. So then you're flying back from Dubrovnik? Yeah, yeah, on the 24th. On the 24th. Oh, okay. So how many days is this in total? Is it like 20 days? So it's going to be 22 days, so just over three days. weeks. That's brilliant, man. Yeah, yeah. It's That's a I've, long holiday. Because I was talking to an American guy. He's doing this for two months, which is really a lot with just yeah. a small amount of time but I mean I respect it yeah do you think you will be tired by the time this finishes so? yeah I'd say by like the 20 21st day I just want to go home and take a yeah. break from this all but yeah. like it is a tiring experience but it's definitely worth it mm -hmm. okay well um, I wish you all the best and hopefully you meet a lot of interesting people on the way I hope so too and make a lot of friends and take a lot of excellent pictures and uh, obviously drink a lot of interesting beverages as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try the alcohol from every country. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's very cheap, like <laughs> yeah. the 10 euro 5 liter wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the main factor. Then go for it. Thanks very much for featuring on the podcast, Radek. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. All the best and have a safe journey, man. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com. Would you like to become more confident and fluent in English? Would you like to practice speaking regularly with international friends? Would you like to develop your communication skills? Would you like to get more exposure to English and great new routines which are bound to increase your English level? If your answers are yes, yes, yes and yes, then you should join the Achievers Chamber Discord group and take part in regular events and group lessons with me, Teachers Danek and other members. In this brilliant and growing community, we have members at B1, B2, C1 and even C2 level. There are three different tiers of membership to choose from, basic, silver and gold, depending on your budget. Our members are from eight different countries. Bear in mind that most events and lessons take place in the evening of Central European time. For more details about the benefits of the membership and instructions on how to join, head over to teachersdenek.com.